into is coming. And welcome to the Free Your Geek show, if it, as it were. Uh, yep. I am your host, Jay Free. Uh, back in, as I'm spilling my papers, back in the studio is my illustrious co-host, KB. What's up, brother? My favorite co-host, The Don. Hello, hello. And uh, Jerk. our turn guest, two days in a row. This is like part two. <clears throat> two days in a row? Two weeks? Know, two, huh? two, two shows two, in a row. Two shows in a row. Two shows in a row. So... This is like if we had a movie and then we had the sequel with the same cast, except uh-huh. we're adding to the cast and a returning member. So welcome back, Rich Marini. Thanks for having me. Um, thanks for being. So we're already getting comments. Danielle says, I'm, I'm not huge Freddy freak. Woo. Or I think she's trying to say maybe she is. I don't know. Um, but Danielle, thank you for watching. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about some horror movie stuff. Uh, set the agenda. We're going to talk a little bit. KB's going to do a two-minute movie review. Then spoilers, we'll be talking about the Walking Dead season seven finale and our thoughts on that. Then we're going to segue into some horror films and just discuss our love of horror films. And then on the final countdown, the top three favorite movie slasher deaths, whether it's the killer themselves or just a death in a particular horror flick, we're going to rank our favorites there. Um, I'm going to put a caveat right away that I'm going to be raked across the coals for mine. Uh, these guys are way more horror movie buffs than I am, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so let's let's first start off. KB, um, let's talk Ghost in the Shell. I know you saw it. We haven't seen it yet. Yep. No. So uh, just give it like a, a very high-end uh, preview or review. If you want to keep it spoiler-free, yeah. that'd be great. If you need to throw in some spoilers, just give us the uh, forewarning first. Um. D- no, no spoilers. Uh, decent movie overall. Um, there's probably people that are familiar with the source material. Interestingly for me, I was not familiar <coughs> with the source material at all. This was my first experience with Ghost in the Shell. I know it's been around for, maybe you can correct me, what, 30 years? Uh, something like that? Bare minimum 30, yeah. Yeah, something I, like that. It's been around a long time. Um, Scarlett Johansson's fantastic as always. Yeah. She's not enough to really save the film to make it great. You know what I mean? Um, if I was on a scale of 1 to 10, it's to me like a 7, 7.5. Kept your attention. Yeah, it kept kept my attention, but I can see why the critics are kind of hitting on it because the story might be a little weak if you're not really into this type of film. Yeah, or you're not a fan of the you know the anime. The, the, the anime. So um, for me though, as a person newly experiencing it, it's gonna make me go and read and follow up and, and nice. look. At, you know what I mean? Because I I enjoyed it, um, and got to see it in 3D. The whole. Uh, Asian environment. Like, yeah. It's just crazy with the advertising and the it, in 3D, it's gorgeous. Um, I know they're going to lose a ton of money on this film. <laughs> you know, that is true. Uh, but uh, definitely check it out. It's worth seeing in 3D. Um, some people are probably going to say they don't like it. The ending's a little blah, but the concept is, is yeah. fantastic. And the basic concept is that without giving too much away, and, you know, basically it's, it's a woman who um, is sort of killed, I guess we'll say. Um, and is put into a robot body, and you know she is the ghost in the shell. Her, 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 soul. her soul is the ghost in the shell. Uh, and then it gets a little weird with a lot of, well, the company that does this, you know, they kind of control her memories and what memories she has and can replace memories. So it's a very interesting dynamic. It's just you feel like sometimes that you wish they could have done a little bit more with making the story more, uh, or some of the characters make them a little more interesting. Yeah. Um, would it get a sequel? Probably not if it loses a ton of money. No, I don't, I, I, don't you know? I don't see that happening. Because I know there were spin-off movies with the animations. Yeah. There's a ton of spin-off. Um, 
But again, you know, it, it's it's one of those movies. Put it in the category of like your Resident Evils, your Underworlds. Yeah, you know what I mean. Ooh, it's gonna be, them. but it's gonna be a fan specific thing. Yeah. Don't go in there as a regular movie go and expecting it to just blow your mind. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. What yeah. I do gotta say is, uh, just by seeing the trailer alone, yeah. they did so good with uh, casting yeah. on this, yep. like character wise and yep. the looks of the characters. It was you don't get enough of the characters. Like that's one of the problems with the film. Well, hey. <laughs> Apparently, there's something going on. One of our cars is probably <laughs> destroyed. We we might yeah. we might lose some power here. Tornado. Yeah, it's it's uh that's some thunder. I don't know if you heard that in the background, but apparently that's God's way of saying hurry up. Your podcast. That, that's uh that's finish a, up this review. So, so anyway, so anyway, so like I said, overall seven out of ten for me, seven and a half somewhere in that area. Check it out. You know, if, it's good to see in the theaters in 3D because you get the effects. Um, but if you want to wait till Blu-ray, like that's fine too. You know, yeah. you're not you're not losing that much. I, so. I just you had movie. me at Scarlett movie. Johansson personally. Oh, yeah. and she looks fantastic, of course. And and it does start off with a little, uh, uh, well, little don't... with a little uh, nudity, so to speak. Yeah, I don't know, you know about that. Not full on, not full on. <laughs> All right. But well, wh- to... while we're talking about nudity, this seems like a good a time as any to say hello to everybody that's yep. commenting right now. Joe Andrade says, saying, "What's up? What's up?" Uh, Danielle said to say hi to Don and, and Jay Free. So hello, Danielle. Hey. Um, Karen LaCroix is apparently mom. watching this. Your mom's watching this. So hi, you mom. If, you mind if I get like uh, 30 seconds on the mic real oh, quick? Oh, go. Dude, of course. Uh, I'd like to say a very special happy birthday to my sister Kayla. Um, also, I noticed that Lindsay Vienna is watching. Happy birthday, Lindsay Vienna. Um, and Russell. God, yeah. Yeah, I went, we want to. I, I saw that. I want to talk about Russell. that. So Russell said it's kind of off topic, but the Undertaker supposedly retired yeah. at WrestleMania 33. See, we're talking about deaths. It's 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 it's, 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 it's so you know what, Russell? It's not really off topic. We're talking about <laughs> yeah. deaths. the it's dead man himself for who, who the bell to- tolls. The Undertaker, yeah. the Gong. You know, he comes out with the hat and the the rest smoke. in peace. Yeah, exactly. I can't do the eyes, and I'm not gonna even try. But yeah, we're we're all for the most part wrestling fans. I know yeah. you're you're a yeah, little bit more old school, but you know the Undertaker, yeah, of course. Dude's had a storied career over 25 years in the in the Monster. WWE. Yeah. He was even in WCW before that. Like so, he's been I think around since '91. So he's been at least he's WWE been killing 91. it for a while. So he's, yeah. No pun intended. Nope. Um, so yeah, he you know great great um great match. He went out you know losing to Roman Reigns, and not that I want to make this too much about wrestling, but oh. certain people feel certain ways about Roman. Um, give Eat Roman him. a little more time, I would say, and Roman could be um, like a face of of WWE as of right now. Like I, I I'm not gonna lie, I like Roman Reigns, but he doesn't have the star power by any means that other big names have. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little uh, little uh, plug in here. So if you guys want to find more about this stuff and what happened at WrestleMania, yes. check out the Hurricane Rana Wrestling Podcast here at Fifty Nine Media Studios. <laughs> All right, so we want speaking to speaking of dead, that. yeah. Speaking of dead, we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead. Yes. Uh, so for those that haven't seen the season seven finale, we're going to put the spoiler warning up right now. Spoilers, folks. Yep. What do we think of it? I know there has been some, <coughs> some people have some differing opinions on it. Um, Rich, I mean, are you let, talking let's, about let's when start, we, Let's start let's with the, the guess. What did you think overall of the finale? I liked it. I gave it about an eight. It was okay. just a couple of scenes that I didn't like. Too and you were kind of mentioning you, you, know. you just don't like how soft, for lack of a better term, Rick has become. Yep. And you, you, you want to see more of that. Yeah, Don. Yeah. No, 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 that no. crazy, that crazy Rick that we <laughs> the, all love. The, with the beard and the yeah. Yeah. how yep. many people have you killed? Yep. You know? Bite, biting some dude's see. neck. Like, yeah, yep. that's what you want to see. <laughs> Definitely. 
at the same, uh, <laughs> actually, you and I had, we were going back and forth messaging, and um, we both agreed on this, though. Even though, like, we both wanted Rick to just kill that garbage-picking woman so bad. Yeah. Yeah. But even after everything happened, he did seem a little soft. The second that Negan had him and Carl on the ground, he's like, you can kill my son right in front of me. You can yep. cut off both of my hands. But like I told you, I'm going to kill you. Not today. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but I am going to kill you. That was what we wanted to hear. Yeah. Like that, because uh, that's like, you, you, you just you just got sack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's just no, there's no other way to describe that. You know, Negan I, likes that stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beth, you're so right. I, I and just, Carl looked right at him and he was like, <laughs> Carl's like, you're, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. Uh, At the same note, guys, I do want to say this though. I love Negan as a character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like Jeffrey Dean Morgan just he nails oh, it. He man. nails it. And especially going off the comic book and we always talked about this all the yeah. cursing. How do you replace that? And you replace that with being a good character. He was so and good. Like man. just the attitude is what replaces it. Oh uh, man. Yeah, it was it was so good. You know, and I'm happy with the finale because honestly, the season as a whole yeah. I think was a bit lackluster. You know, a it, lot it of was filler. a lot of filler. It was kind of like this whole season was like a prequel to next season. And right. It was, but it, to that point, there's some good stuff. Bang. Some good stuff. Right. It, they you made know, it go out with a bang. They started out with a bang. That yeah. beginning episode was amazing. Yeah. So I'd it's, have to say it's like they were the bookends yeah. of, of a kind of mediocre season. I, yeah. I was going to say the bread was bigger than the meat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have never heard that, by the way. It's, hey. it's a pretty good analogy. No, it's a great analogy. You know, uh, so, what did you think of it, though, overall? Um, overall, I was stoked. Um, from the second the episode started, and it was giving me flashbacks yeah, right from of, the beginning. Uh, of Sasha, yep. um, Beth and I are looking at each other like... You know what's going to happen. She's, well, she's like... I knew Sasha was going... What was it? Uh, Two weeks ago, right? A few weeks... No, not even anything to do with the show, because she's got a primary role in the new Star Trek show. Yeah. So... We knew kind of. I kind of figured that she was going. The second that they hinted that um, one of yep. your main characters is gonna die at the end of yep. this season, and there's not gonna be a cliffhanger. Yeah, we knew. We knew where it was. And going. I'm so happy it didn't end with a cliffhanger. Yeah, I'm happy they didn't do that. Like last, like last season, because um, you felt justified See, for watching the season. But from a storytelling standpoint, you always leave them wanting more. I feel oh, we, like I still I, want more. I feel like yeah, but I feel like it's it's if they would have ramped it up a little bit more, I think it would have been like okay, now I can't wait for the next season. But but I can't. The, I still can. Ne I, Negan standing. It's there, on. <laughs> Negan standing wow. there and saying we're going to war, and like the whole time, like <laughs> him, and you see his like I, army. I, I love I love when he's like. Uh, I'm not going to count this as swearing, but it's a goddamn tiger. I like the uh, the closing scene when he's driving away and he's flipping the middle finger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yes. that's ballsy. It, pretty it, bad, uh, what, so, what did you what did you what do we think of the uh, the the Shava the the tiger animation? I think it I, came it out was, awesome. It was yeah. it was pretty game. good. I Didn't think they. Done Special good all effects, season, right? Yeah. Yep. They they did pretty good with that. And w w as soon as, as soon as I saw the tiger, I was like, oh damn, it's on. <laughs> I was oh, I was like, oh, I kept saying to Beth, I'm like, Dwight's gonna grab Negan for them. Yep. Dwight's gonna do it right now. And then yep. you see him roll out, and I'm like, oh, see, remember we were talking? I'm like, I wish yeah. Dwight would have just did it right and, then and, and there. And like, and we knew like an episode or two before that when Carol got back into the mix, that it was on. Like, that was, like, the turning point where you go, it's on. Carol Roll, Carol Yeah, yeah. I wanted uh, Rick to um, shoot Eugene. 
Oh, when, he, when he made his little, uh, I'll, thing. I'll put it this way. I, I'm not gonna no spoiler. I'm gonna tr- we're gonna try to stay spoiler free. I forget. Don, do you read the comics? I own the comics. Okay, yeah. you do. So are you all caught up to where it goes? No. Okay. No, are you, no, do you no, read no, the comics? No, no, no. no. Okay. So I'm gonna try to keep this as yeah. spoiler free for those that just watch the show and don't read the comics. Eugene is gonna play a big part of some of the storylines coming. E- Eugene up. plays a big part in the comics. He the plays whole. a huge role. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna kind of what I like to think is the, the way the comics played. The way the comics jumped is from the point we are now, it jumps about five or six years, I believe, in the future. Yeah. So there's going to be a time gap of five years if they follow the comics that next season is going to be a couple of years in the future from where we are now. Yeah. And it's just going to be a whole long, drawn-out war between the, the you know, Alexandria, Hilltop, yeah. Alexandria, and uh, and Negan's crew and the yeah, Saviors. Saviors. Saviors, yep. So I think it's... It, and that's going to lead me to my next piece that we have right here. Well, I think we need to talk about one more Can thing. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 well, I was well, going to jump on it, too. Because we're missing a big thing here is, is what we thought of Sasha's death. Yeah. Amazing. Because that is like... I that was it. the whole point of this <clears throat> season finale was... It was good. The way yeah. that she did it, the way that she went out, and if we talk about the previous episode where Eugene hands her the pill, yep. and she's looking at it, she's like, this is not what I asked for. Yeah. And Woo-hoo. coming to that reality of, in the flashbacks to Abraham, I loved it. I loved the flashbacks to Abraham and that story of what, you know, when he wanted to go and keep them safe and yeah. do what he had to do, and she did not want him to go, and she's got the iPod on. Eugene gets her the iPod. Yeah. And she's flashy. She's like in this, uh, preparing herself for what she's about to do. Yeah. And you see that, and you you just see it. And when she, when he opens that coffin, <laughs> you knew it was on. Well, that's that's a scene from the comics. It's not the same character. No, yeah. because she's right. She's uh, made up. Yep. Which caused the butterfly effect in the show. But um, I love that. I love yeah. that she did that. And uh, I actually. I'm not going to focus too much on it, but I watched this movie uh, recently. It's on Netflix called The Discovery, yeah. where um, it's weird. Like These people, like when they die, they go to like a different version of themselves yeah. and get to change history or whatever. Yeah. So when I'm watching Walking Dead and it keeps going to her flashback, I'm yeah. like, oh, is this, you know, I know it wasn't changing history or anything, yeah. but um, it was good to see Abraham back and just like listen to those little like, I know you don't care two nuggets of poop what's yeah. going on. You're going to kick yourself in the Tar Heel butt. I'm like, oh, Did he say Abraham. something about, what do you say on a beach? He was saying something, he's some weird. I don't like it because I get sand in my crack. <laughs> stuff and like no. that. Yeah, it's just, it's hilarious. He is. But um, my question to you guys is, um, so earlier on, um, or maybe the episode before the season finale, Negan comes to Sasha and he's like, one of my birdies told me that Rick is planning something. Now, we never get to really find out as far as the show goes who does it. So it Well, I think that's a tell is the 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 girl that uh, the leader of the, the trash team. Okay, I well, think, he I did. Okay, you just you solved it for me, but yeah, this that's, is that's I got to explain where my brain went. So when my brain went with this was I was like, well, it's going to be somebody within the group because I didn't even think the trash lady. Yeah. Until now that you're saying it it makes complete yeah. sense that's a trash woman, but the girl, Enid, remember how when they found her, it was like, just survive? So me, mm-hmm. I start digging deep. I'm like, oh, just survive. She's a savior. They're sending her out on her own to play undercover role and report back to them the whole time. Maybe they have her... Pa- you know what I mean? Like, I just started going crazy with it. And she's always, like, kind of iffy on everything she does. That's actually not a bad theory. I like but, um, that, actually, a lot. Oh, and then, oh, the guy... Oh, God, why is the name skipping me? 
the guy that Daryl can't stand, Negan's guy. Dwight. Dwight. I like Dwight now. Okay, so, but what happened with Dwight in this episode? Because he's back with Negan? Like, it was kind of... Because now he's going to try to take Negan out from the inside, right? Yeah, well, that was the the plan, so, like, in one sort of way, taking out the saviors from the inside. Like, he was going to stop, like he did. He knocked the trees down, stopped them there, like, acted like this was something that, you know, the Alexandrians did. To that point. And then... As soon as he saw stuff go sideways, he's like, oh, I'm going to just play my role over here for well, now. And then yep. did you notice the end with Daryl finding that little figure? Yeah. And he wrote, yeah. didn't know. Yeah. I'm assuming that's from Dwight saying, yes. you know, hey, like, I didn't know this was going to happen. And again, if he's not part of the overall group of saviors yeah. where Negan's got his own plan and knows that Rick's already planning something, Dwight's caught in the middle and doesn't know that Negan knows. Yep. It's kind of like... Okay, and for well, people out there that don't like Dwight in the comic books, he plays a huge role. He's, yeah. he's <clears> Dwight is a great character in he's the books. A great con- yeah, he's a great and character. And I have actually, like, last season, I really didn't like Dwight. I think Dwight's progression over this yeah. season made him a very likable This character. was his turning point. Yeah. This last episode but, was but his But was point. it? So here, this is this is what I love about shows like this. Okay. Is that what you can got? actually have these characters and you're just like, oh, this guy is so vile. So like, even like the governor at yep. a certain point from a couple seasons ago. Yeah. This guy's such a jerk. He's such an ass. And then you see you see some of his backstory and his daughter Penny and you're like, wow, you I feel can for see him a bit. Yeah. how this, yep. and, and it's just... It's all perspective, and I love that certain characters can be vilified, and it's only because of their actions and based on what they've gone through and their perspective on life. And I mean, just like that perspective, it's all a point of perspective for for the people who are the working for the actually. Savior's a bad example. Woodbury, I'll use for an example. Yep. The people in Woodbury look at Rick's group like they're the bad guys. Like, they're trying to, like, cause some sort of issues. It's always a point of view. Like, you know what I mean? Who the good guy is and who the bad guy is. Because no matter what, both ends can be justified. We're trying to protect our way of life, plain and simple. You're, mm-hmm. You guys are trying to come at us. And even though, like, you know, because there's no society yeah. to judge, like, oh, nope, they're right. You know, Rick yeah. and his group are 100% there's right no because they yep. are, you no know. No law, no rules. But um, yeah. Think, think about it really like when Rick first met Deanna and like all the 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 crew there. Like to them, the, these guys are like the gov. You know, Rick's yeah. in his group yeah. are like the governor. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. They're they're like Negan and the Saviors. They're these like this you know strong force coming in, and it's like do, overpowering. Right. And, we and, don't know if and, we need to trust them, but we have uh, no choice. Intimidating. Yeah. Right. Yep. But you know, Rick's character eventually comes through, and they get accepted as opposed to instead of him leading by. Force and and fear. He kind of like consults. And okay, so now what about the Michonne piece? Um, about that like was with that fight on top of the tower. I knew a hundred percent they could not kill no, her no. off. No. Now that was uh, that was Andrea in the uh, comics, wasn't it? Say that again. I missed that. Yeah, uh, that's, yes. Yes, yes, it's a hundred percent Andrea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, Michonne's taken over Andrea's yeah, story so arc. Yeah, the comics. That was Andrea. I remember. Because as soon as I saw her face, yep. like, I remember Andrea having that same face in the comics. They, they got that down. They got that down pretty good. I was a little disappointed because I look at Michonne as if she is a lethal badass killing yeah. machine, and to see this trash picking woman like actually like doing damage on Michonne was like upsetting to me. I'm like, I hold They're her kind so of barbarian like though. But to be fair, she got blindsided. She yeah. was she was looking through the scope of what was going on. Yeah. And then she realized that you know the the trash folk had like yeah. betrayed and them, and when she turned around, she had a gun in her face. And like, you, and, you can't. Uh, and and you know her her baddest her bad her. Badness comes with her sword, sword. a lot. I you know agree. What I mean? So I it, agree. It's, it's it's not that I, I don't I don't uh, 
I think she's still a pretty bad woman for surviving that. Yeah. She's a pretty bad yeah. woman. So. I love Michonne's character. Yeah. Michonne she's is great. awesome. <clears throat> Swinging up around that katana. Okay, do we want to say anything else about the finale before I talk about what's coming on for season eight? Um, no, no, I'm just no. glad we get to touch on those last few points. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, we got some fee- uh, pushback here. Danielle is not a Michonne Neither fan. is Beth. And you know what? To each their own. She's kind of the Wolverine of the team, if you will. Yeah. And, I, and again, I don't like Wolverine, you know? Well, actually, Daryl's more like the Wolverine, but all yeah. the girls love Daryl, so yeah. I can't really speak o- I, speak about him. Real quick, before... You guys think that there's going to be a Jesus and Daryl hookup? Do you think we, that's we what were the talk, setup is? We were is? talking about that. I don't know if you and I were talking Jesus, about that. I, no. So, no. So, okay, so here's a, here's a quick thing. Daryl, spoiler alert, Daryl's supposed to be gay. Yeah, I remember that from like three or four seasons Darryl's ago. Daryl's supposed to be gay, and what's going to happen, or they were saying because Jesus mentioned boyfriends yeah. at yeah. one time when he was talking with Maggie and I believe Sasha or whoever else. It was just him and Maggie, I believe. It was him and Maggie, and he said something about boyfriends, so Jesus is gay. Yeah. And they were thinking about, okay, Jesus is a badass character. He Wait, is. Like, in the yeah. comics, he's amazing. Wait until... Um, so they're saying maybe put these two badass characters together because, yeah. again, I, personally for me, I don't care if you make Daryl gay. I don't care if he's straight... He's still not, ev- not everybody has to be in a relationship. Daryl can just be that silent badass who's kind of like almost like asexual, who doesn't need to be okay, in a relationship. Okay, but now with Carol coming back into the fold. Yeah, I think that what those two that are good kind together. I, I always felt that Daryl was in love with Beth. See, I disagree. Uh, I didn't and, think so. I thought and, that was more of a big brother thing. That's All what right. I think, too. That's, well, what, that's what I felt. Well, that, then I can see that, That too, brings then. in a good point, though, about, again, we talk about rules and law. Beth is a 17, 16, 17-year-old girl. Yeah. Daryl's a 40-something-year-old man. Like, would they really be, like, would it be, it would be taboo, but again, in the zombie apocalypse, anything, how does that play yeah. out? Yeah. Anything could happen. Oh, be- both Beth and Danielle saying the feed's freezing up a little bit, so. Yeah, uh, it's doing it on we apologize. All yeah. of us as well. So, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, hopefully... Uh, it is freezing up. Maybe we're just having connection issues. There we go. It's raining, so yeah, I'm back. We're, we're freezing up a little bit. So uh, well, we just dropped. Yeah. Down. Well, for those listening to the audio version, of this, <laughs> hey, um, we'll keep going. Yeah, we're gonna and the video. We'll we'll repost the video if if this does if this freezes up. I'm gonna rewatch the video. If it's freezing up during the replays, I'll just I'll save the new video and upload it. Okay. Um, but it might just be the weather. It might be it's it's thundering out here. You guys might have heard that before. Yeah. That could be interrupting the thunder. Feed. Perfect for a horror theme. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, and we're back. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's lightning out. It's thundering out. That's it. Um. So we'll see. But real quick, I just want to talk about the Walking Dead before we get into the okay. horror horror side. Yes. Um. Okay. So via the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, we can hear the thunder again. The Walking Dead officially entered new territory on the all-out all war, a massive arc from Robert Kirkman and Charlie Adlard's comic books. The creative forces behind the scenes of the apocalyptic series insist that there's no risk of the show outpacing the events of the ongoing comics. Mm. So there was some thought that because they're already... That Game of Thrones realm. They're out, yes. and we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, there's no sign of the books uh, stopping anytime soon, so... The current Walking Dead arc takes place, the one that we're into now in the comic books takes years, as I mentioned, several years in the future. Um, and it includes a lot of different characters. I don't want to spoil who's in and who's yeah. not in it for, for the people that only watch the show. Yeah. But Scott Gimple has said that the AM series uh, might stop down to focus on some of the events from that time jump. So if it is a five-year time jump, then when we start it's The Walking Dead, good. they might be doing flashbacks. It's good. You know why? Because it lets the comics get ahead. 
Yeah. Right. So that way they Which have more source material and they can be more careful with the story arc. So it makes it makes sense. And, and, uh, and it's actually really good because of, think of what yeah. goes on with Game of Thrones if well, we're going to compare about the two. Kirkman having to write both of these or be involved in both of these and having to think about okay, and then, um, how do I manage this versus this? And fear. You know, yeah. Don't forget we have, we have that and going fear, on. Yeah. So. Well, uh, Scott, uh, Scott Gimple, or actually this is uh, Robert Kirkman said, I don't know if anyone sat down to do the math, but if the show is gaining on the comic book, it's at a very slow pace. Uh, we're expanding storylines, so every now and then we zip through the comic book, and then we slow down for a while and add a bunch of stuff that's not in the comics. There's not any danger of that happening in any way, as and that's in that's reference good. to pulling a, a Kirk, uh, pulling a Martin, and doing the Game of Thrones where it's already past the, what's been. Yeah. Written, so. All right. So that's just a little little something something. Um, let's talk a little bit about horror movies now. Let's segue. Actually, time out before we do that. Uh, Don, we have a tournament thing going on. Oh, forget about. Oh, nice. Oh, forget about the <laughs> hey, that worked. Yeah. So we've been we've I been doing some live uh, Facebook polls. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep running them all this week too. I'll be putting up probably three to four nights. So if you're um, watching or if you're a fan of the Free Your Geek podcast page on Facebook, keep an eye on that. We'll be doing some live videos. We'll be able to vote on either Team Wonderweb, which is <laughs> Spider Man and Wonder Woman, or as I like to call it, we call it Team Bruce. Yep. Yeah, you can say it, team. Team Bruce. But I've I've uh, <laughs> I, I've decided to take the name of Team Bat Hulk instead. Hey, team Bruce no, is cool. No, well, no. I'm for, sorry. For the voting I'm sorry. Purposes. Just Hulk with a Batman mask. Just sound angry. Just, angry just, Bat. <laughs> just, bat smash. Funny. Okay. So anyway, just be on the lookout for that. We're gonna it's give it lame. probably another week. Lame. Um, actually, speaking of next week, uh, a little quick uh, note to our people listening and watching and. We don't know if we're going to be in this studio next week. There's some stuff that's moving on around, so we might not have a show next week. Uh, but we'll be back shortly. Pay attention to our Free Your Geek Facebook page. Yeah. We'll be letting you know of everything that's going on there. But now let's get into horror. We, this is the big thing. This is the what we want to spend the most of our time on. I'm going to kind of turn it over to you guys first. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to let you guys start it off. Uh, what was let's let's just start. What was the first horror movie you've ever seen? We're gonna start with Rich. Do you know what the first horror movie you ever saw was? Uh, the Exorcist, the Ooh, original. Nice. And how old were you when you saw that? <clears throat> Say about 12, 12 yeah. or thirteen. Were oh, you scared out of your? Really scared. Okay. A lot. Between that, that and like Salem's Lot was another one. I think that movie scared everybody back then. Yeah. That was still does. It's, it's still, still pretty still, scary. I mean, you know, it's out there. <clears throat> Don, how about you? What was your, what was the first one you remember seeing? 100% uh, first horror movie I ever saw, I do remember, and it was Child's Play, and I was actually <laughs> younger than a teenager because I still had a My Buddy, and My Buddy scared the crap out of you. Got thrown yep. out that yep. day. Yep. That day. Yep. And um, I had bunk beds, and I was petrified to sleep on the bottom bunk, <laughs> so I would be on the top bunk <laughs> if I wasn't on the floor in my parents' room. So. And you were 24 years old. <laughs> He's like, that was hey, last night. Come on. <laughs> Beth, I'm going to sleep on the top bunk. <laughs> so, Child's oh, Play. Goodness. KB, how about you? Uh, Friday the 13th, part three. Nice. Ooh. I was probably like 10. <laughs> in 3D. Wow. Was, I don't think I didn't see three, in 3D. I don't think three was in 3D. Yeah, it was? Three was. Oh, that was the uh, first uh, one that was in 3D, yeah, wasn't it? Because yeah. of the oh. mask and the yeah. whole. I, I defer to you guys. Yeah. What do you uh, got? Mine was probably one of the Friday. I don't even know which Friday the Thirteenth, but I remember being like eight years old and watching it on the USA Network. So yes, the, it wasn't different. it wasn't yeah. as effective because yeah. you didn't get to see the boobies, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, 
you know. Well, you know. I mean, you, that's you put it on channel two, well, and it's all the fuzz. Lines, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think for me, I, th- I think for me, the, the Friday the Thirteenth when I was watching it too, it wasn't on a network like that. It was on like HBO or something. Yeah. So I, as a t- you know, a young kid, I got to see it for what it really was. I w- mine was on. I watched the VHS. VHS. Yeah. Wow. Now, now, my, now, here's my next question to you guys. Let's talk about we we've talked about there's a lot of different subgenres worth uh, of horror movies. So you have kind of like the torture porn, you have the slasher, you have the suspense ones, and then got hybrids of that stuff. Too. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I don't want to ruin your final countdown. So if it is in your final countdown, feel free to not answer this question. But your favorite horror movie of all time, not death, because we're going to be talking about that in the final countdown. But do you have a <laughs> favorite of all time that you can, or at least one of your favorites, if you oh, can't choose? Tough. Well. Uh, it's not. It's like kind of like a horror slash action movie from dusk till dawn. Great a, movie. That is a great. If I could swear on this show, <laughs> I would. I would. Can say you say Chief the letter? No. <laughs> P lovers, we got apple pie P. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Cheech Marin. Wait, that also just sounded bad. I don't mean urine. <laughs> I mean the other word for kitty cat. Uh, okay. Oh man. But yeah. yeah from just, Dust Till Dawn's always been one of my all-time favorite movies. So I love Quentin it. Tarantino. I love Robert Rodriguez. You know, it starts out as an action movie, turns into a vampire movie. It's great. <clears throat> that's Ruff. actually just one of my favorite movies of all time. Period. Yeah. No genre like specific. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I want to jump in real quick before you guys answer. Russell mentioned uh, his first horror movie he saw was Halloween. Six in the theaters. He was nine, and it was about 1996. I gotta say, my boy Russell, um, Russell, were you Michael Myers for Halloween last year or the year before? Because you, like, he's creepy. Wait, Austin Powers? Did I say Austin Powers? I said Michael Myers. Ma- oh, yeah, baby. Shag Duralton. Um, but no, Russell, I usually see Russell post pictures of him dressed as Michael Myers on Halloween. And for Easter, for some mm-hmm. reason, he just he's into it. No, I mean I love the heart. So, favorite. Um, I go a completely different way. You know how you went to the movies and see Ghost in the Shell, yeah. and you kind of had no idea what yeah. it was. I went to the movies to see something, and I missed it by like fifteen minutes, whatever it was. And I'm looking up at the titles, and there's this movie called The Ring. So I had no idea what this movie was. No idea. Never saw a trailer. Never saw anything. I sat in this movie theater and was horrified from what I saw. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I know I'm going to see a <laughs> horror movie. No, no, I'm just going to see this movie. I sat there, and that movie creeped me out so bad. I can't say, like, I, I to be honest with you guys, I can't sit and tell you, oh, my God, like, any of these are my specific favorite horror movie. But I remember going to a movie theater, being horrified by it, and, like, usually, like, you know what I mean? Like, when you watch a movie with people, you're not really, like, you know, you, you get jumpy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I was te- terrified of that movie, seeing it in the movie theater. <coughs> I'm sorry. I, I, gotta, I want to say something else. No. But finish, finish with your thought. But um, the l- I just want to say this, though. Um, because even now, like, I'll watch movies, like, horror movies, and I'm mm-hmm. always with Beth. You know what I mean? So I'm not really, like, that afraid. I jump here and there, and mm-hmm. it makes her more afraid when I jump. But the last horror movie I watched completely by myself in a pitch black house and um, was viciously afraid was the movie Sinister. With that's mine. That's oh, mine. Oh, okay. That that's mine. No, no, no. Go, go for it. Go for no, it. No, no, Just the part when he's walking around the living room, and he turns, and he can't see it, yep. but that kid is right in his face. Yep. 
I, I don't think I slept too well that night. <laughs> it was it was hard, you know. Well, hard I just want to point out Danielle mentioned on the comments she says she wished she could send a picture because Robert England uh, signed her leg, and I just want to ask, did he have the glove on when he did it? Because <laughs> that would sound extremely painful. Um, and Beth said seven days, which is also a great line. Russell uh, met Mike Myers back in February, had him sign his movie de- movie quality Halloween six mask, which is awesome. <laughs> he, I'm telling you, we got some good people with us right now. Yeah, I, I love these these comments. But yeah, uh, KB, awesome. uh, we already know what mine um, is, so let's for go me, with yours. Honestly, and it's the con- it's more of the concept of the movie than the movie itself was hostile. Because hostile movie, yeah. can really happen. Yeah. You go into backpacking out somewhere in some country that you don't know, and you're staying in these hostels. It could happen. Oh, yeah. And I think the scariest part of those movies, of the hostel franchise, and Hostel 1 was my favorite, but I think the scariest part is, is that Hostel 2, and I swear to God, this was the scariest thing to me, is you see all these millionaires, right? And they're the auction, the online auction. <laughs> It's just it, you just feel something crawl up the back of your neck like this could really be happening out there. Bill Gates could have some craziness going on. You know what I mean? Like like you don't know because these are rich and powerful people that they're not Hollywood people. They're executives. They're people that you I'm don't sure know Trump who has they set are. That thing going on right yeah. now. That, that you don't know who they are. <laughs> and this twisted world could exist, and it's scary. It is at. It, it's the real, <clears throat> the realism of it. Yeah, what scares the crap. I won't even go to like a foreign country yeah. now scares because the crap of that out of movie. Me. Yep. I'll go to England because they talk English, but I won't go to like like Slovakia. Or, yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> like so hostel, hostel for me. That that's that's my favorite one. Yeah. Okay, before we get into our next thing, I just, Rich, there's a comment on the board for you here on the on the Facebook Live video. Do you ever plan to return to a career in music? <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe if he moves back here, we'll do something. There you have it. Breaking news on the Free Your Deer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. The, um, the other thing I want to talk talk about really quickly with horror is yep, we gotta go. the value of 3D in horror. I think has way more value than any other genre. Besides sci-fi. Besides, well, it's pretty close. Yeah. You think about it, the 3D started with horror, yeah. right? They, yeah. they would, did that first. Think of uh, like if My Bloody Valentine, the 3D version. Yep. It's oh, fantastic. It throws the pick and it goes... It's fantastic. Yeah. Think about the things on Resident Evil we'd consider like action horror. But think about the things we've seen. Horror movies are where it's at for 3D. Final Destination. Final Destination in 3D. The was it the race car one? The race car one. Oh my god, I remember seeing that in the theater. It's like that car. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. King Kong was even good. Like the new King Kong, we saw it in 3D and it was amazing. Yeah, so I think I think it's the one place where you really should see it in 3D if you can. Whatever the horror movie is. Yeah. So just throwing that out there. So we moving on to the countdown? Yeah, because we're we're already okay. like uh, more than half an hour in. So we try to speed up our speed up yeah. our countdown so a little bit. Eh, why don't we make it a couple hours? I, I would love Tonight, to, we but we we're trying, we're trying we to keep go it about an hour, roughly. <laughs> but well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go into our final. Segment. You know what? We froze a little bit. We should go a little longer. That's fine. I, I, yeah. I just I want to make yeah. sure that everybody's everybody else okay. has like lives and, and other responsibilities. Yeah. I have nothing. So real quick question though. Yeah. What made Sinister your favorite? I just I don't it was just creepy. It was just super creepy and just like um there was another one too, uh Insidious, which was amazing too. Those were my yep. with like the ghost world. Yeah, like that that was crazy too. Like those are my two favorites. Um The Conjuring. Another great one. <clears throat> another great one. That might that see, see I didn't even think of that one. You know what I wanted like this is what happened for a while. I mean, I felt like in the eighties we got crammed with amazing yeah. horror movies and then they like kind of fell off or they Hellraiser. They, they, the Hellraiser franchise. I actually 
watched the first uh, ones, the later ones. Yeah. Well, I, I watched yeah. a really creepy one that takes place in like a big, huge house party, and everyone just starts getting picked off. One Revelation, yeah. Hellraiser Revelation. It was actually it was Alien. Good. Alien. I mean, it's, it's oh. sci-fi, but it's it's borderline for a lot of people. Covenant. You guys yeah. see the preview for that? Looks Ooh. fantastic. But um, and then all of a sudden, like recently, we started getting hit with you know the Conjuring movies, the Insidious movies. Yeah. Um, and then all the, the beautiful remakes. Evil Dead. Know, that was we're talking about the remake, right? Yep. That was so so good. Yep. Oh man. I think music actually adds a lot to horror movies too. It's like yep. if you think about it, Insidious, the whole you know tiptoed through the tulips that added such a crazy Creepy. craziness mm-hmm. to that movie. And then uh, the other one that I saw that everyone like a lot of people hated. It follows yep. was an amazing. Movie. I, I loved lo- it. Follows. I loved it. Follows. Yeah. Worst I STD ever. Oh man! Yep. But I mean, the music alone <laughs> in that know. movie is crazy. It, it, it's like that techno-y weird yeah. stuff, and it like goes so it, well it, it with paint, the movie. It, it, you get a vibe. You get yeah. a vibe that yeah. surrounds the film. Yeah. I loved that movie because it made you think it took place in the eighties. Yeah, everyone had cell phones. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. gave you us an alternate <laughs> reality. Kind of like Gotham. Gotham. <laughs> <It's kind of laughs> <like that>. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we're off topic. Yeah, we should yeah. get onto account though. All right. All right. You guys want to do that now? Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll do that yeah. now. We, Jeff, the Jay doesn't control the show anymore. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, like, dude, I'm trying to keep us to an hour, man. <laughs> the Red Bull controls the show, <laughs> brother. <laughs> the energy drinks control hey, the show. Listen, you you have a wife. You Mountain have a fiance. Dew, Red you Bull, have... Mountain Dew, Kickstart, water. Yeah. <laughs> Deb knows that I'm here, and she's fine with that. Well, that's, what I, that's what I say. You have a wife, you have a fiance, you have a wife, you all have people to go home to and other responsibilities. And they're all here with us. That's why you want to stay. This is why we drink this kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's the final countdown. I'm going to go home and hop on Netflix. All right, next week, no no energy drinks for either of you guys. Dazzler, why are you being like that? Ladies and gentlemen, let's go into our final segment. We call it the final countdown. It's the final I just want to say thank you, Deb, for putting that sad face and sticking up for me. I appreciate it, buddy. Um... So, and and actually, Beth agrees with me. No more energy drinks, you jerks. <laughs> so, all right, our topic on the final countdown. We got to figure out which which. Uh, do you want to start with Rich? Do oh, you want to start, start with the guest man? No, that, that, that's start. tradition. He doesn't want to start. Oh, start. La- right, last I'll week, start. okay. So we're gonna start with our guest, and we're gonna work our way down the line, and we're gonna start with we're gonna do our top three favorite horror movie deaths or kills or whatever scene might be. It's it's okay. very open to interpretation. Okay, cool. So, Rich, what is your number three? Uh, my number three, great movie. The director's from Boston. Nice. The, uh, it stars the guy who played Jason Voorhees. Yep. Playing Victor Crowley. Hatchet. Oh. Hatchet. There is a scene in there where he calls it the pop top. <coughs> and he basically takes one of his victims and he holds them from like the top jar and the bottom jar and the camera pans around and he just rips his whole head right off. And so you like, see like the alligator style around inside. Yep. So that's so very, one of the greatest kill scenes. Very gruesome. <laughs> yeah. Very gruesome. Wait till you hear my number one. 
What is it? I said, wait till you hear my number oh, one. Yeah. Not that Adam Green's watching this or anything, but shout out to him. Hey, He's a great director. Sh- oh, okay. I was going to say, do you know him personally? I don't know him personally. I've met him a cu- couple times. And so. Next time you do, slide him one of our cards and be like, hey, we talked about you on the show. I will. So that's your, that's your number three. We're going to go to the Don. What's your number three? All right. So this death scene... I could, Beth wouldn't even let me finish talking about <laughs> this death scene at the house. Um, <laughs> They're going to turn us off when they hear my number one. So, <laughs> so this movie is... Um, I can't even think of what Saw it is. I want to say like Saw 6. This is when um, Saw's had some gruesome Jigsaw kills. is no longer in the picture and um, the police officer Hoffman kind of takes over the reins. And uh, we get a... Chester from Lincoln Park and his neo-Nazi friends. He's got his girlfriend mm-hmm. and his friends, and they're at the, uh, the you know, what is it called? Like, junkyard. And he has Chester super glued to the seat with the car running over one of his friends, like, head under oh, the tires. Right. And he's like, all you got to do is lean over and, like, pull the key out, and you and your friends will be all right. And he's just going to town, ripping the flesh off of his back, (laughs) trying to get it. And then the timer goes off, and boom, the car drops down, totally demolishes his friend's face. Then, attached to the back of the car by chains to his jaw and arms, like, you know, that guy gets his stuff, like, just ripped off. Then he like slams into his girlfriend and he ends up flying out through the windshield and ends up getting killed. It was horrifying. All for the price of one, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Gets all of them. Boom, 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 boom. So this is interesting because you both had your yours were gruesome. So you you rank yours based on the gore level. Is that is that what I can? I do. Yeah. Is it? I mean, I'm just curious. No, no. I mean. I mean, if it's if it's top deaths, I mean, I know you're probably gonna give like an emotional like character. Damn right I, I know you are. Jeff's all heart. Toy Story <laughs> he, made him he cry. Always so always does it. I like no. I like the storytelling aspect. Okay. So, great, great number three, KB. My number three uh, was Hostel Two, the Bathory. So the yeah. woman, the girl hanging upside down in the scythe. Oh. So this th- this older woman again, one of these rich people, is laying nude in a bathtub. She has the the young girl who's probably in like her early twenties, right? Yep. College, yep. Yep. hanging upside down, naked, screaming and crying for her daddy, peeing herself. <laughs> and you have this giant this woman says giant scythe, and she's just scraping her back and scraping her back and just letting the blood fall on her. And she's like, oh, the blood, and and it's just like, oh my god. And she just keeps doing that to this poor girl. And then once she's had enough of just, <laughs> can't even. Well, wait do you see here, my number one. Nope. So anyway. But once she's kind of had enough, oh, I got enough blood, just slice the throat, and the blood just goes all over the place. And uh. it's just, it's the it's the sexuality, it's the craziness, it's the, like I said, the whole concept of how hostile works. Yeah. You put that all together, I'm like, that's, I'm not going to forget <laughs> yeah. that scene. Yeah. That's how I did mine is, am I going to forget that scene? So that's my number three. <laughs> Jay, Jay Free's like, how do I follow up with that? Caveat, caveat for mine, I'm like I said, I, I, I was told these guys earlier, I might get raked across the coals by these guys. I might get raked Jeff's, across Jeff, the coals you know what, by you, these you know what Jay Freeze's you know number three is? Bambi's mother dies. I thought it was going to be like... Okay, first of all, you should you should have been here last week. Because <laughs> those were our Disney deaths, so you're a week behind. Was it when Gargamel like stepped on a Smurf? Yes, yes, that's it. He said, oh boy, do I feel blue. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Sorry. Uh, no, my, my first pick, my number three, is a 1996 movie. 
And it's when I first actually kind of rediscovered horror movies. Earlier, I mentioned, you know, I used to watch the, you know, the Friday the 13th and, and the, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Streets on USA when they have it on, like, you know, Friday the 13th or the horror, like, around Halloween, they'd have it yeah. on network TV. This is the first one I actually saw, like, in a theater. Um, well, one of the first ones I've seen in, in a theater. Uh, it was in 1996. Um, it's a girl that dies. Her name is Casey Becker. She was home alone, and she keeps receiving multiple phone calls. And they don't have caller ID in nineteen ninety six. Do you know? Do you know the line that he that he asks? He says, "What's your favorite scary movie?" He absolutely says that. Uh, and then Ghostface plays. Oh, a scary game movie one. <laughs> <laughs> Played Katie, by you're not, you're not welcome next week. Uh, Ghostface uh, plays the game with her, and ends up killing her boyfriend. Kind of yeah. like kind of like a saw before the saw. You need to do this in order to save his life. Yeah. Um, then Ghostface kills her, and her parents arrive as he's dragging her body out the back, and she's dying, and she's still on the phone, and the parents pick up the phone and hear her Wait, dying, yeah. and they go end up going. The, the husband, the father, tells her to go to the neighbor's house. She goes out, and she sees her daughter hanging from the tree. That was the opening <laughs> scene yeah. to Scream in 1996. Why it made the list? I was 14 at the time, so like to me, like yeah, the, the acting, the acting wasn't like yeah. superb, but I was like, oh my god, this is so like different than what I'm accustomed to seeing, you know, on the USA Network and <clears> stuff <throat> like that. And it was a very twisted. Uh, imagine coming home to see like your daughter or or your child is dying, and you're as a parent, somebody's killing your kid, and they're dying in front of you, and you can't do anything about it. To me, that's one of the scariest things, uh, most scary. You, things it is. It's you good, know what I have to say though? Good like, perspective. You just. By you like letting me know like exactly like when that movie came out, that's the type of stuff that they pushed on us in the nineties. Yep. Like we got that. We got um. I, I know what you did, did last, last summer. summer. I, was just I was in love Urban with Jennifer. Legend. Lo- I was in love with Jennifer Love Hewitt yeah. back in the they, day. And the whole thing with those both <laughs> of the franchises right there is they kind of sold us on like those teen characters. Yep. Like you know, uh, I, I can't knock Scream. I really can't. No. Like uh, Scream One. Raven. Yeah, you I was can't say like that was. Know? But I feel like their selling point on Scream was like Nev Campbell, and we got Matthew Lillard. Like we got, um, right? Uh, I can't even. W- the, the other guy who knew everything about horror movies. He's a real like awesome geek. Like he. It, was, it wasn't Seth Green, was it? No, no, no. no, uh, no. But who wasn't that? Regardless, even Jamie it, Kennedy. That's exactly yeah. who it was, Jamie Kennedy. But and then on the other end, we had like Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie mm-hmm. Prince Jr., Sarah okay. Michelle Gellar, the, and the teen heartthrobs. Yeah, we. That's what they sold us on those yeah. movies. Like that was more important than we like, bought it. Yeah, we did. We so. definitely, we definitely did. Um, but yeah, that's kind of. I yeah. don't even know. I just wanted to talk. Uh, like that's fine. you reminded me of. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I like how we can. Uh, well, kind yeah. of two of the other movies too was the faculty. Yep. Yeah, I love was the another one. Yep, that's a good Robert one. Rodriguez, you know. Was Usher? Yep. Is that the one great. Usher was in? Yeah, Usher was in it. He and then Disturbing Behavior with Katie Holmes. Love yep. that movie. That, I love that one. You know, I love yeah. that one. Yep. Um, so, Rich, what's your number two, man? Uh, this was from um, part two of a great, great bunch of movies, um, Wrong Turn 2. Ooh, the I death scene turn. at the very beginning when the girl's actually going out, trying to find a job, like going to uh, talking to her... her um, editor or something like that, manager on the phone, and she gets lost. She hits one of the people at the very beginning, and then she goes over to him, and he starts biting her face and everything. She turns around, and just as she turns around, there's another guy standing there with his hand out, holding her head, and then there's an axe that just comes right down and splits her right in two, and both parts of her body just fall. Just flap over. Yep, just like Like splitting a banana peel. Yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> He's like, where's the emotion? No, I'm just I'm some just great stuff. Come on, 
I think you need to be cut off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. So that's a great number two. Don? So realistically, like the, again, like death scenes that like you guys are talking yeah. about that really, really stick out and that will probably like I would never, ever want to go out like this. Like, for instance, like th- the last one I spoke of. But I'm going to stick with the same franchise on this. Okay. In the Saw movie, the torture rack where mm. they have the dude just set up on, you know, in each one of those mechanical things, like as Ugh. you see, limb by limb break, and the dude's like crying his eyes out, trying to save this kid who, you know, like we've seen, like in that, spe- which is, I believe, Saw 3. He's trying to like do, you know, like he was like picking and choosing, like who gets to stay alive or whatever. And they're trying everything to free this kid, and they just can't. And then <laughs> after, you know, both arms and legs and everything's broke. And you just see it start clicking on his head. Like, oh, it's a wrap. You know? But I will never forget that. I was mortified. Like, I would never, ever want to experience that pain. I'd rather be the guy who grabbed the key and took the shotgun to the face. (laughs) You know? At least it's quick. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like... Those those saw movies like uh, I think that scene torture. actually is worse than the scene where the guy's like sitting there with his arms and legs tied and like getting stretched. Yeah, yeah. I would rather That's have like that more, like, done to me than the the uh, ones where each bone is snapping yeah. into you. <clears throat> it's pretty bad. Yeah, that's, that's fun. KB <laughs> number two. You know, I I'm I'm going I'm going more mainstream here. Okay. Going sci-fi horror. Don's gonna love me for this one. Resident Evil Laser Grid. First one or second time? First first one. Nice. Laser Grid in Resident Evil, you know, the the Red Queen. You're all going to die down here. Just, yeah. So, to explain the Laser Grid for people who haven't seen that movie. So, basically, the whole concept of Resident Evil is there's an underground research facility. I'm not going into all the details. So, this team is sent to figure out what happened, why everybody dies down there. They go in, and there's this hallway to the shut off the main computer that closed, that shut the facility down and killed everybody. So they're going through this tunnel, and it's all glass, right? And they're walking through this team of four people. Yeah. The doors shut behind them and in front of them, and they're trapped in this room. All of a sudden, a laser beam just comes across, takes off one of their hands, yep. and takes off another woman's head straight off. Falls. That's only the first round. <laughs> So now there's two left. The commander and one of the other guys. Second round. Beam comes. So they're thinking, oh, this beam's just going to go straight. We're going to jump out of the way. (laughs) So one guy tries to jump. He gets sawed. He gets cut right in half. He falls apart. Now the commander, he jumped and and, and like put himself parallel with the ceiling. So the beam didn't get him. Just his knife got got cut in half. So the beam, so it just cut his knife in half. So I'm like... Oh boy, because you know, you know, you know. Now it's yeah. on. Like this last one, he's standing there, and oh my god, the beam comes and it's like you're not outsmart me this time. Turns into a big <laughs> net of laser and just cuts him into all these little squares. Oh, like there was no, there was no getting out of it. And then the door, the guy was the other oh, guy on the outside was trying to get the door open. He gets it open and he's like, "You want to go down there? You off? It's off." You sure it's off? Like, it, it, again, 
memorable. Like yeah. you're not going to forget a scene like that, like that laser grid. Like when you see it, he's like, oh shh, and just. <clears throat> And they were showing like chunk, like cubes of his yeah. whole Falling body up, and face apart. and everything. Like and that, and that, the yeah. look on Alice's face <laughs> as she's looking through the glass. And, and the laser room is back in the last movie, yeah. which was kind of oh. cool. But it's just her. Yeah. So it's a little different. But um, yeah, that was my number two. Another, and I forgot to do an honorable mention because my other number two, I had another thing I was going to put at number two. That was Green Inferno. But um, I'm going to leave Green Inferno alone. Oh. It's, it's, I'm leaving it alone. All I'm right, leaving well, it alone. Good. I don't I'm have glad time. You did, I'm leaving it alone. So. Jay Free, your num your no your number. I just I just don't want to gross Jay Free out now. I'll wait till number one. I appreciate that. All right. Okay, my number two is the most recent movie on my list. is It's from two thousand two, and a character by the name of Noah Clay dies in this movie. And it's a movie that Don already mentioned called The Ring. So The Ring, Noah is the father of Aiden. It's Rachel's ex boyfriend, and he. He's trying to yeah. He's trying to help her discover yep. the whole uh, the whole thing of what's going on with the seven days. Oh, and uh, Rachel watches the videotape. He ends up watching the tape himself. With him and Rachel together, they discover that Samara, the girl that from the video and yep. the one saying seven days, was actually thrown into the well by her adoptive mother Anna. Anna committed suicide shortly afterwards. Later on, toward the end of the movie, Rachel's knocked into the well and finds and finds Samara's body. And then at, as they like kind of uh, take her body out and call the police and, and whatnot and get it, hopefully put all that, <laughs> Noah mentions that uh, the deadline has passed, seven days have passed, so and Rachel hasn't died. Yeah. So they assume the curse is over. Fast forward to the end of the movie, Noah's sitting there watching TV, or turns it off, the TV turns back on, and he sees the well. Samara climbs out of the flipping well Ooh. through the screen. Rachel realizes this because Aiden's nose starts bleeding. She realizes that he's still cursed and that the reason she was spared was because she made a copy of the tape and made somebody else watch it so she rushes to noah's place turns the chair around and his face is all contorted it was so disgusting and so like memorable to me because the curse just when you think it was over it was another twist and it was i just think it was a unique concept uh, at the time for like in american movies it's obviously a a remake of japan's ring film um but it's definitely you know a great uh death scene even though we don't really see him die per se you got the feeling that was what you needed. But you know what I mean? You, that leaves that a little bit more up yeah. to the imagination. What yeah. exactly happened and how, like, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's Samara did it, but, like, to kind of leave that piece up to your imagination, I think it lets it run wild a little bit more and how gruesome was that. So that's my number two. That was awesome. Moving on. Yeah, it was awesome. And I just want to say what's up to Jonathan right now that said what's up, Jay Free and the Don. Jonathan! Uh, but we want to go to our number one pick, and we'll go up to Mr. Rich. Uh, what is your number one pick for the top three horror movie? Another, <clears throat> another opening scene in a movie. Ghost ship. Oh, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of that too. <laughs> I was going to use that scene. I'm glad I didn't. Oh, I love man. that scene. Go oh. for it, dude. Give it's it just a bunch of people on a boat, like kind of like the Titanic, and they're all starting to dance along with music and everything. And then out of nowhere, this wire just comes and it just cuts everybody into different pieces and stuff. And they just show this little girl dancing with this guy, and like she looks up in the air. It was the captain. She's dancing with the captain of the ship. The captain. She's traveling alone. 
And uh, yep. she just felt blood dripping down on her and looked up, and that's when his whole face and head falls down, right off onto and the And then you the see ground. everybody trying to put their guts yep. back yep. in. Yep. And I'm like, yep. oh, my God. It's an amazing opening scene. Oh. Like, that's the thing. That, like, movie with horror horror of, movies, that movie caught a lot of crap, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, a lot yeah. of people are like, oh, this is a bad movie. I thought it was a great horror movie. But to your <laughs> yeah. point, to your I point, mean, Rich, to me, yeah. it's like, I just think, like, a horror movie should have a hit from the beginning. Yep. And not hooked. have like yeah. so much drama. And sets then the have, tone. Yeah, it sets exactly. the tone. For yeah, the movie. I mean, then you know what you're into. You Your know? expectation I mean, of that yeah. movie should yeah. be set in the first scene. I mean, I don't. I hate watching a horror movie, and then the last half an hour is great. It's like I'm never gonna watch that movie again yeah. because of that. You know, it's like I want to get hit from the start. Yeah. Go a little bit drama with characters and stuff. And yeah, you, you gotta have some story. Yeah. Too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Get something for the viewer to kind of invest in, and yeah, I'm with you. Great number one, Don. Your number one. I'm going to do, um, my number one was the Green Inferno. I'm completely switching it up. I'm changing the game wow. right now. Completely changing and you the d- game. And we're probably talking about the same scene. Um, yes, we are. Yeah. Eyes, tongue. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But you just, you said something perfect. Um, that's going to give me my whole number one. You said that we didn't really see what happened to uh, Noah in the ring. But, you know, my number one is not a death scene. It's a movie. My number one is the movie Seven, and all of the yeah. deaths within Seven, which we don't really see. We're gonna let any Don cheat them. like I usually do. Yeah. I'm totally <laughs> cheating. Um, think of all the torture, like the poor guy at Gluttony who gets overfed yep. and gets fed the plastic. The most gruesome one in that is Lust, the 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 prostitute mm-hmm. who gets annihilated. Um, Sloth. Think of what it takes for like all this like raunchy, disgusting stuff they put in that monster of a man because you know like they tell yeah. you about all of his charges um that i mean the girl who took the sleeping pills i mean that happens in real life and then um you know like the the scumbag attorney who had to cut off a yeah. pound of flesh which i don't know greed was that greed that was greed, greed. I, I would just yeah. cut like a one of my butt cheeks <laughs> off but i mean he he went right for the love handle yeah but yeah i mean like certain things um but that <laughs> i got a movie, nice butt i'm not getting rid of that yeah you know <laughs> I mean, he cuts yeah. off Gwyneth Paltrow's head and puts it in a box. box. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> I envy you. And then that was it. Detective yeah. Mills. That, that movie Mills was that movie was mind blowing. That movie had me on the edge of my seat the whole time. That that yeah. whole mo- that movie as a whole, if we got to see all of the murder scenes, would probably top anything that I said. Mm. Like, I mean, like all the I mean, the killings that I said were very creative and technically put together, but. To see the the psychoticness behind um, about what he did in the movie Seven and how he was very calculating, like with everything he did, made that extra creepy. The fact that he just came out of nowhere and it was Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey at the end yeah. was a little disappointing, but it didn't matter because yeah. of everything that happened in that movie and how each person died. I love how he walks up, detective. <laughs> he's holding his hands <laughs> like this, and he's like, "I think I you th- were looking for <laughs> me." <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, the movie Seven as a whole had, to me, had the best not seen on camera kill scenes ever. That's it. That's your number two. I I, I sped it up for you, pal. No, 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 no. Sorry, we're going. <laughs> I see we're going, you tapping the screen. We're, we're going that's into your, overtime. That's, that's number one. That's number one. Yeah. That's I'm sorry. That's number one. See, I'm trying to pay attention. I'm trying okay. to run all this stuff. All right, great. That's a great number one. And I that actually I was considering that one making my list. It's, it was my oh, honorable mention. Man. Wow, honestly? Yeah, nice. for real. KB, your number one. My number one, if you have small children in the room, please have them leave. Because yeah, let's, let's, I, let's do this. I, Kevin, 
KV is going to uh, go into detail. We're this gonna, is. We're gonna not gonna swear, but I'm we going are gonna cult. be. We're gonna be talking. I'm going very cult here. So. We're gonna be talking some graphic stuff. Rich is probably. Like, I wonder what. what He's it is. not gonna swear. To be honest with you, I haven't even seen Green Inferno, and Eli Roth's one of okay. my favorite directors. Yep. So. Okay, here we go. I'm going really cult. Okay. There was a movie <clears> back in the 70s. Oh, that. That was re- well. That was redone in 2010. Yep. Called I Spit on Your Grave. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so yeah. this is going real cult here. Okay, so. The 70s one was a cult. This movie got banned. This movie this movie went through a lot of crap. It was based on a play. Actors who play who played in this movie that their, their parents were like, "What are you doing?" because it's so over the top. So the, the the premise of I Spit on Your Grave is this woman called Jennifer Hill. Okay? Jennifer Hill's an author who goes away into the woods to rent a log cabin. And it's a lot of uh, it's a weird small little town and there are all these outback people and they go in there and they these three guys, they rape her, they they do all this crazy stuff to her, okay? Uh, humiliate her, and this goes on for like two days, or a day, a, a night, or something like yeah. that. She escapes them. She fakes her death, and comes back and gets all of them. I have in seen hideous ways that so... Okay, but I'm just giving you the premise. I'm not even talking about part one, okay? <laughs> I spit on your grave part three. A lot of people haven't seen it because they say, okay, I, part one... Okay, it was controversial enough. There was a part two that was good. Part three, uh, Sarah Butler, who plays Jenny Hill, comes back. Okay, she's in a city. She's in a um, a basically a uh, help group for rape victims. Yeah, meets a friend. The friend gets uh, like raped and killed or something like that. So she's now trying to find men <laughs> who are out there. Doing bad things to women. Oh, I know where this is going. Did you see this movie? No. Okay. No, no. You you have no idea where this is going. You have no (laughs) idea what's going. The great thing about this movie though is victim turns vigilante. Yeah. That's the that's the the crazy thing. It's so gross, but at the same time, it's like justified. Think about that. If something like that happened to you, what would you do? Cry? Go to the police? No. This woman is coming back to get revenge. So, especially when one of the one of the perpetrators was a law enforcement person. So, in the third one, she's kind of like the vigilante of these kind of things. She finds this guy who, I guess, supposedly had something to do with her friend's problem. Okay, She goes into the alley with him. She gets on her knees. She starts performing oral sex on him. She has it in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Okay, so she takes... As she's performing the oral sex, she takes a knife, she jams it up into the shaft, (laughs) bites off the head, splits the shaft in half with her hands, takes the knife, starts going into the sack with a knife, the guy goes down on on his knees to the ground, and she spits the... (laughs) Nope, 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 we're done, we're done, we're done. Faking beans! Nope, we're done. This scene is just... I was not expecting it in the movie. My mind was just like, what the heck just happened? I want to just say like eight people just dropped off the views right now. This was... Just, it was called. Oh. That's why I said warning. Yeah, like it. Oh, it was man. just out there. It was just. It was so beyond anything you'd ever seen, and I was just like, how, how, how does how do they put this in a movie? And it was just. 
Like oh I said, I went seriously <clears throat> cult, and it was yes. all f- all four of them were really good. The original, yeah. I actually had a chance to meet Camille yeah. Keaton, the, the who was the original one. Yeah, wicked nice lady. Yeah, and, nice the, and lady. The, the other thing is the, the interesting thing <clears throat> is the psychology behind it. Yeah, because the actors who have to play this stuff, they get like the the girl that played Jenny Hills in the new one, Sarah. Uh, she was just like, there were so many scenes I just cried. Per- like, really cried. And the actors who are doing this with her, you know, they're comforting her. And, oh and it's just the psychology behind it. She's going to go to a support it's, group it's, after so that. It's just, yeah, it's <laughs> massive. And it's a brave thing for any actor or actress to take on. This kind of funny thing in the first remake, there was uh, the in the movie Mean Girls, yeah. the gay dude that hung out with the girl. He doesn't was even go in, to the school. Was in that the, I spit on your grave as one of the guys yeah. who ended up raping her. But it's an all-time it's cult <laughs> classic, <laughs> yep. like horror I movie. That there were critics that, and the critics actually liked it. That was the thing because the story is inter- the story is it's a good story. It's just it's over the top with with what it does. Yeah. Same thing with Last House on the Left. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. I saw. I've seen that yeah. one. That yeah. one's great. Great. Uh, great. That's movie. where like you're actually rooting for the killers in that movie. Yeah. And that's the thing. You're rooting for her. In yeah. this situation, up yeah. next after what happens, so it's it's a different beast. Jay Free's like, I didn't. I warned you. I gave him a warning today at work. Is that, is that your number one? That yeah, was the number one. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to kind of recap this real quick. It's I'm I'm somewhat normal, and I have three <laughs> freaks over to to my left. Um, we should be able to like actually put the scenes on TV on on there. Come on, I mean, everyone wants to see that. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's what everybody I didn't, finish, I didn't finish the rest of nope, it. Nope, 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 so. nope. Dude, I mean, I think I think this is a cool topic. I think out of, out of our geekery, though, like, we got to dial it back just a little bit. <laughs> well, that's the thing with horror. It can go so far. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, like, the, even my number three would offend a lot of people, you know? Uh, yeah, so... Here's the thing. My number one is going to be totally different than all your number ones. Oh, boy. I got to give you some background, though. I saw this film in college. Uh, I was actually taking a creative writing class, and they showed this film in the creative writing class. This film is from 1973, and there was a remake more recently with Nicolas Cage in it, which I did not see, and I don't want to see because the original like holds a special place in my heart. You know where I'm going? You know where I'm going? Okay. Are you talking about um this movie? Is called. All right, hit me with it. The Wicker Man. Have it was any? horrible. The Nicolas Cage one was horrible. Beth and I okay. watched it about Good. a month and a half ago. So it, it's the 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 original was a uh, it's British. It's a British movie, and it was actually uh, film magazine uh, film magazine by the name of Cine Fantastique called it the Citizen Kane for horror movies. Um, basically, so Rich is not not feeling. I loved it. I love because again, you're, you're I didn't even see the original. So okay, I mean, so the original, know. it's it's Nicolas it's Cage was yeah. No, the Nicholas yeah. Nicholas Cage one was probably horrible, but basically, <laughs> this guy Sergeant Howie goes to this island called Summer Isle. He's looking for a missing girl, Rowan Morrison, after receiving an anonymous letter. Yeah, he's a devout Christian. He's like so like beside himself with all this like paganism and the this like <laughs> all the, sel- the 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 praise to these Celtic gods on the island. Um, and when he's staying at the inn on the island, Howie is seduced by the landlord's uh, daughter, and he basically turns it down. He refuses, says, "No, I'm remaining chaste. I believe in my God, and I'm going to wait till I'm married to to actually lose my virginity." Um, he then deduces, uh, or he meets uh, Lord Summer Isle, and Summer Isle tells how his grandfather 
developed this strain of fruit trees and it's been very plentiful. And then Howie deduces that during uh, a previous poor harvest, what they need to do is have a ritual sacrifice of somebody. And he determines that it's supposed to be the girl that's gone missing. He ends up finding her, rescuing her, and then she runs back to her people. It was all a trap to set him up. Him up yep. And he was the sacrifice because he met the ritual criteria of these people. He arrived there of his own free will, wanting yep. to find this girl. He had the power of a king, which because he represented the law. He was a virgin and a fool. And they put him up in this huge <laughs> thing, and they burn him alive as a, as a ritual sacrifice to their gods. And at the time, it was a huge twist that you didn't expect that to happen. And the reason I put that as my number one is because I saw another film more recently that took this idea and then pushed it even further. And this movie was actually done by Joss Whedon called Cabin in the Woods. I love that movie. Mm. And, and it's the same concept. I it's these two movie. people to save the earth from whatever. Instead of just saving, you know, for yeah. providing truth, she has to kill, you know, all these other people in this ritual. And she decides, you know, spoiler alert, at the end of Cabin in the Woods, she decides not to, yep. which is a cool little twist. But it took that idea. It took a lot of um, ideas and, and feelings and, and tropes from the original Wicker Man. And it, it's a it's a trip. If you watch it, like, it's a trippy movie, too. It's, like, super weird. and Yeah. I want you to know that they, from what you just told me, that would have been so much better if they would have stuck to the original script because that Nicolas Cage remake was horrendous. Yeah. Uh, he actually, it wasn't an anonymous anonymous letter it was from the girl that he was dating who he was supposed to marry so he wasn't like a virgin or anything um it was her daughter who was missing and he goes to the island to find her daughter and all these women run the land and he happens to be allergic to bees so he's afraid of the bees on the island who are making the honey to do that it was just like nonsense and it was a whole movie of Nicolas cage like walking around trying to find stuff and <laughs> like females just giving him crap <laughs> the movie was awful <laughs> Speaking of awful, hello, Johnny Leathers. Johnny Leather, that's Johnny he'll, Leather, bro. Come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. You're a boy. So he's, he's just chatting right now. He's saying thanks for spoiling it. Um, I know you joined at the wrong time, Johnny. And uh, John, John Viveris is on here, too, I believe. Johnny V. And he's uh, saying our T-shirt game is on point. So thank you, John. Um, yeah, so that's my number one. Uh, Deb I, mentioned I'm, my I'm, movie. I'm rocking, I'm rocking the, uh, the Spider-Man. But... Um, all right, before we get out of here, we're going to do a little thing called the Bat Signal where we're going to kind of... Exactly. Rich, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I got a friend who um, actually just opened up a uh, collectible store in the Kingston Mall called Acclaimed Collectibles, and they sell comic books, anything Marvel, like, you know, anything Walking Dead, any of that kind of stuff. So shout-out to him. Um, a shout-out to... Fan zone, the place where I work. If you need any sporting like memorabilia or anything like that, come to the West um, Kingston Mall, and uh, we're there. Um, and you got your boy who's a <coughs> rapper. Yep, uh, guy by the name of O. He uh, is from Rhode Island. Great rap artist. Pretty pretty good hip hop stuff. On the same idea as like Jedi mind tricks and stuff. And so, then there's another guy named uh, Big Kurt from um, Taunton. And another guy named Massacre from Taunton. Both great hip-hop artists, so if you like that style of stuff. Concerning O, so <laughs> for those that are listening to the audio, we're going to be playing that song on the outro. Uh, because it uses some not-safe-for-work language, uh, we're not going to play it on here. <laughs> but um, check out the audio. Go to Podbean or to iTunes or to Stitcher. Search for your geek. Find our podcast. Download episode 41. And just fast-forward to the end and get to the end and then... Uh, Listen to the song if you want to check that yeah, out. Yeah, don't but listen to other stuff. Just no, you can listen to it too. Listen on your drive to work, but 
Um, just two more things. Yeah, um, it. it came from the 508, which is actually a production company out of, I believe, Fall River. They have a movie called One Last Kill that actually came out on, I believe, YouTube. You can watch it, One Last Kill. And the last thing is Bowser's Basement in Taunton, Mass. If you need anything video game-wise and stuff, the guy... Um, is great. He's a great guy. Just go and see him. He buys and sells used equipment and stuff. So, very cool. Don, anything you want to plug? Shout out to our friends over at Game King on South yes. Main Street, mm -hmm. Fall River, where awesome uh, dudes loaded with comics, tabletop games, um, RPGs, I mean, everything, you know, card games, collectibles, uh, pop figures. Uh, if you're looking for dice or any type of other gaming material, if you're looking for people to game with, I mean. Um, they have what what uh, D and D session they have going on Sundays. Uh, oh, I forget now. Um, yeah, it's been a little bit, but I mean, go check them out if you're looking for a group of guys to play with. I mean, so depending on what's happening with the show next week, we again we're changing studios. Maybe we'll just go there and we'll just do a live video from there, just to like see if they want to do that, and we'll check them out if we don't have a show next week. <laughs> I think that'd be really cool. I think yeah, they'd appreciate idea. it too. Yeah, let's let's we'll, we'll maybe we'll plan for that then. We'll just show up at Game King next week. No new show next week. Yeah. But we'll go to Game King and do a live video. We'll do like a mini episode, a mini sode, if you will. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty and pretty cool. Anything else you want to plug? Um, I I think that um you know K KB well, and I yeah. Well, well yeah go ahead I'm sorry because I got saying, something to say about KB. No no I know I know what you're gonna say. So uh, KB and I have been talking. Uh, we're gonna find the time. We're gonna get uh free geek. We've been we've been going. trying we've been trying to get it going. So we need to we need to get that going. Yeah, we're definitely gonna be getting that going. Because there's, there's lots of good there's just lots of good games right now yeah, out there. Yeah, now that, is that now is definitely really the time. Gotta, we really got to get on the ball with that. So look for look for that soon. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys check out my friends uh, at Tap House. Check out my family at Java House. Um, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, We're going to talk about that. Yeah. About. Um, I love that place. Eat, eat potato chips and Doritos <laughs> subliminally. Now we're going to throw the test on KB. KB, plug away. What was that? Do, do our do our bat signal? What do we usually do? Go ahead. Let's, uh, see, if, let's, let's see. see. Let's see if you listen to last week's let's episode. See, let, let's see how how many things how many things that we have out there. Let's see that, that we have the uh, Twitter. Yeah. We have the uh, Instagram. Yeah. We have the Facebook. Yeah. We have the covers of the week. Let's see. We have. The did you did you listen to last week's show? Didn't get a chance. Okay. To. So here, here's <laughs> I'm the, not a here's, Disney guy. Here's what we did no, last no, week. Because I say I, every time I do this, I kick it to you, and you'll just go check out covers of the week, and I'm like check out covers of the week on what? <laughs> so. So what I, what I he did it right. He did it. He did it. Do it right this time. So I'm too lazy. I let you have it. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to the audio, go to Podbean. Facebook to, on Podbean or, or iTunes, iTunes, Stitcher. Go to Facebook.com/slash For Your Geek Podcast. We do covers of the week every Wednesday. KB does Marvel. Marvel I do DC. DC. Then we have our Instagram and Twitter. For Your Geek on both of those. Follow us there. On our Instagram, I have a page-a-day calendar of all Marvel characters. Today is Doctor Strange. I posted Doctor Strange today on the, the Instagram. Um, we have, you know, our our gaming channel, Free Your Geek. What is Free it? Your, Free Your Geek Gaming. Free yeah. Your Geek Gaming, which, again, these two guys are going to get into eventually. Backslash Twitch. And uh, what else? We got anything else? I don't think so. We talked about Game King, another awesome place, and, uh, you know, I just, I'm excited. I think we should do that next week. Uh, that, yeah. that just kind of popped in It'll my head. It'll be pretty cool, guys. Um, you should. You guys should comment on this video. You know, like second time around, not in the thing, but give us like your favorite uh, horror movie death. With yeah. A little hashtag horror kills. Yeah, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Feel, feel free to comment on the video. 
your favorites, we'll, we'll comment back. If the three of us are all on the, the Facebook page, we'll go yeah. back and tell tell you which what, what we think and which ones we like, which ones we agree with, disagree with. We probably don't disagree with much because, no. again, whatever your opinion is, you're right. So, yeah. um, The beauty of being a geek. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, No judgment. Well, I'm judging you. I know you are. And when we will be coming back, we will be covering... Oh, we'll be doing the uh, the March Mayhem finals. So uh, again, we're going to be posting some more videos. We want to talk defenders at some point. We do want to talk defenders at yep. some point. Um, um, but again, next week uh, it's kind of up in the air. But yeah. pay attention to our Facebook page. We'll be sending out notifications there. Nice. Um, and then we'll come up with some cool topics. I got some cool uh, guests that are already asking to be on. So we got to just find something that we can all talk about. As opposed to the not cool guests asking <laughs> to come on. <laughs> Oh, wow. Just playing. KB's my boy. I've known him for years. You're my boy, Blue! And, and, exactly. and, and I, I get him way more than he gets me. So. <laughs> That's true. So, That's he, true. He, so he can take his shots. we got to get you a Dazzler t-shirt. Oh, my God. It's the Dazzler t-shirt. What a hat. What a trucker hat. <laughs> yeah. Join us next week when I'll have two new co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were trouble when you walked in. That's, that's a good. That's a good reference. <laughs> All right, nice. So right now we're gonna go out with our our catchphrases and we're gonna play our tune. But again, if you're listening to the audio, stay tuned and listen to O at the end of this. So KB and Don hit him with the catchphrase. Start your weekend with your geek friends and get your geek on. Bye everybody. American bully. I'm the new kid at the school. Just wanted to be cool since I moved to this town. Keep on bringing me down. Don't know where I will. Now what is your problem with me? From the moment I walked in, popular kids were watching and staring in my direction, dissecting me with their gawk. And I don't need no first impressions or questions. I'll just ignore them because it takes a half a second for bullies to start more important is recording the fight so throughout the course of my life i've been tortured in spite it's hard to be liked especially from people in class who see you and laugh and look forward to beating your ass some people adapt because they'd rather retreat than attack and keep the peace but the only peace i'm keeping is strap i've been belittled and ridiculed since the middle of middle school living is miserable i wish i was fucking invisible i'm feeling so pitiful hidden through eyes that are black and blue i've been falling victim to that world star crap you pull how would you feel if it was me that had surrounded you and left you there scared cause it's clear that I'm coming back for you without a reason I just wanted a friend but now I'm plotting I stop until I've gotten revenge shit I'm the new kid at the school just wanted to be cool since I moved to this town keep on bringing me down don't know where I will or what is your problem with me I tried to be so distant and minded my own business emotional prison I'm thinking why am I so I'm beating for snitching the teachers when they see that I'm bleeding and teeth have been missing and they can see I'm defeated reaching my weakest conditions in need of assistance decisions within leaving existence of vision so vivid it's sick and I live with the shit but that's okay cause these kids are people I'll never forget because the stress and the anxiety depression that's inside of me will finally get taken out on all those who provided me with hatred from the anger that I built up for society I tried to be a normal guy and you made me a prodigy and that was probably your biggest mistake it filled me with hate and that's why I'm gonna kill you today. 
Keep on bringing me down